0: stop it stop what you're talking about me and morse code you know what jokes on you because i know morse a man got to have a code oh and the underlying rights to the code in perpetuity throughout the universe sign there
1: hey it's tony maz of 98.5 the sports hub and you are listening to the morse code podcast
0: Episode 118 know, of the Morse Code podcast, Dan Morse, Soapy Priya. Uh, of course, always proudly brought to you by our good friends at Cold River Vodka. Make sure to check them out. We'll put all the links uh, in the show notes. Soapy just did a little maneuver to his left to show off the bottles behind him. I'll do the same. They're right behind me. We're not making quite enough money from this partnership yet to afford uh, desks that we can keep closer to us. So that's about as close as the scene you're going to be able to get at this point in time.
1: Or to be able to record from inside one of the bottles.
0: We don't, we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not there yet, but it's good to have goals. Uh, it's good to have admiration. So I appreciate you saying that publicly, Mm -hmm. uh, but no, make sure you check out cold river vodka and gin. Of course, we talk about them all all the time here locally, but, uh, if you check out their social media handles, check them out at coldrivervodka.com. Um, Good opportunities to see if they're if they're available near you. With that being said, let's get right into it. Let's start with uh, a quick touch. And again, this is another notorious episode of recording the night of a game. It's game two of the finals tonight. Um, Finals are underway. Bucks, Suns. Respectfully, Uh, we did our predictions in our group chat earlier. I know I said. Suns and six, and this is prior to game one. Suns and six, CP three MVP. You said Suns and seven or Bucks and seven. Suns and seven. Suns and seven with Devin Booker as the MVP. Yeah, I think I think our producer Brian Leahy said I don't know Bucks and something with. Uh, I think he said Bucks and six just just for the sake of like yeah. the argument. Yeah, Bucks and six with uh Glenn Robinson is the MVP. I'm pretty sure I forget <laughs> who he said for finals MVP. I think he said it, it was right. him
1: splitting it with Thanasis and Ted. The, oh,
0: that's right. That's right. He said Ante to but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask him which one. So I would assume Thanasis as well. Mm-hmm. What a cool name. Uh Like what's, what's the third brother's name? I forget the, the kid on the Lakers. Uh I think it's Kostas. So <laughs> I was going to say, so like equally is Greek. Yeah, and, <laughs> that's a cool, uh, cool handful of names. Yeah, great names. A real, a real nightmare for a substitute teacher <laughs> in one of their classes. Oh god, um, or any like human meeting them for the first time, <laughs> like reading their name on paper. What, like low key, one of the funniest things about Giannis is truly like how stretched out that Antetokounmpo is on the back of his jersey. Oh like, yeah, it's a full sunrise. Like around like the 34. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm trying to think, does he have the longest name in basketball? It's gotta I, be. Like, it's gotta be. Like his jersey is visibly the most recognizable one with a name that stretches the full like 90 degree angle or whatever you want to call that. semicircle um on the back of his jersey. So, yeah, I don't know. And I was thinking about earlier when I mentioned uh, Chris Paul as MVP. I th- I think it, it it's very similar to We were talking last time about like household name quarterbacks, just by default winning Super Bowl MVP if you win, and you have a respectable stat line. I know, I know, Chris Paul had a a a really nice game one. I think he'll, I think he'll have a good stat line throughout. But like, if the Suns win, they Chris Paul has to get the MVP, and if he doesn't, oh boy, him and LeBron are going to be pissed if CP3 doesn't get that Finals MVP.
1: Oh yeah, that whole banana maybe
0: more so. But I don't know. Do you think we'll get a we'll get a one game closer tweet every night, or excuse me, like a whatever one down, two <laughs> down, two to go tweet every night? I do. Why not? Yeah,
1: I think so. Like nothing else is going on. LeBron's kinda, just waiting for uh, Space Jam Two to premiere, so just
0: waiting for his friends to win the finals. I uh, I kind of hope the Bucks win tonight just to see what his response is, because he'll he'll tweet something. I kind of hope. The Bucks win tonight, and he says, oh, one down, three to go. Hashtag Greek freak. Hashtag like build your legacy. Hashtag next up.
1: Strive for greatness. Yep. Strive, actually, if Giannis would strive for Greekness.
0: Oh, great one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my dog seems to be trying to speak Greek in the background. I don't quite know what she's saying. Not a
1: Giannis <laughs> fan?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me think she broke my train of thought. What do you think tonight i think I think it'll be a closer game first of all, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: um i'm gonna say I'm gonna say the
0: suns win again though, in a closer game. I think they will at home. I do. I think that's a nice home court advantage. That place is rocking rocking yep. and rolling on all cylinders. I thought uh I think the suns win tonight too. I think they're like a four and a half, four and a half, five point favorite every time I check. Um, were you surprised to see Giannis come back and play? That, that was Very a true surprised. like game time decision. Like I yeah. genuinely didn't, I know he was doing his warm ups against some like, I don't know, trainer, uh, but I, I genuinely didn't think he was going to play. I honestly didn't think he should play, but uh, I was surprised yeah. he played. And I actually, this is kind of why I'm buying more into being pretty comfortable with the Suns to win I think he looked pretty good. He looked I think he looked pretty normal. Yeah. And they still lost. You know what I mean? So if that if like you have healthy Giannis um and and, and you're you know losing comfortably, probably probably a good theme for the series. I, I still think Suns and six or maybe even seven, because the Bucks will get some. I, I, I could see Milwaukee Milwaukee wins tonight. It makes it interesting heading back to Milwaukee. But what's tough about Playoff series is the home team supposed to win? You know what I mean. So if, if Phoenix wins both games, great. But Milwaukee can easily win two at home as well. So we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be like, I don't know. Either the game will pro- game will probably be over. Uh, so you can just you know already know who wins and just turn off the episode at this point. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't bother listening here. I'm certainly not planning on it but uh oh actually you know what else sucks um what's his name uh who just tore his ACL oh, Dario Dario Saric. Saric. yeah that that's I don't know it's not like Devin Booker's tearing his ACL but it's a key player that's yeah out.
1: it's not it's not insignificant because they don't have many big players
0: no they certainly don't um they do have DeAndre Ayton who I think is a stud and I think we talked about this in our group text as well he he's a he's a a really nice value bet for Finals MVP. I think he was like plus twenty five hundred when we looked going into yesterday. Yeah, on uh, that was on um, I think O Sports. So I don't know what he was listed at for um, like DraftKings or anything. I only yeah, follow. The- I don't. I'm sorry. I don't follow lamestream media anymore. So I just go to the sources. The, the right wing odds are always a little, a little jacked up compared <laughs> always to a the little, rest little of more. uh Ironically enough, always a little more liberal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where they get you. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's really not much to talk about. I think I, I, I was just kind of like playing around the stat the other day. I had to look it up. I was like, I feel like this is probably the first finals in a while without LeBron or the warriors. And it's the first finals without LeBron or the warriors since, uh, lakers celtics right i think yeah that was the one before the heat the heat took over which is so bizarre to see it's just i think it's good i mean i'm i'm okay with it because i genuinely think these are two eh, phoenix more so than the wall i think phoenix is a fun team i don't know how the ratings are going to turn out i know there's a whole small small market versus big market thing uh that's fine (laughs) but I, i think it'll be a good series I mean, I think the games will be competitive. It's not like Game One was a stinker. Uh, I forget what the final, I think they won comfortably. They won by like ten or something. I forget exactly what it was, but it was a it was a good game to watch throughout. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I think I think I like watching guys like this. Is probably the first real time people are gonna watch DeAndre Ayton, even Devin Booker, uh, you know, campaign. I don't know, fucking Chris Middleton, maybe even if people don't know who that is. So it'll it'll be a good series. It's different. It's kind of like the Raptors, Warriors. Like at least that was a little different with no LeBron. Um, but I don't know, I'd like to see it go at least five or six games. Make it interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm just enjoying basketball in July. You like it? I love it. Love yeah. having love having some round ball in uh,
0: the middle of the summer. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. And then before we back? know it, next season starts. <laughs> I, no shit. I was gonna say. I think. I think they want to go back to a normal season, but they are. if they want to do that, one year they're just gonna have to bite the bullet and be like, "Hey, you guys don't have an off season." <laughs> like, I mean, that's pretty much training what's camp tomorrow. Yeah, I think Especially training for... camp starts between Game Six and Game Seven of the finals. <laughs> pretty
1: much. <laughs> I think it starts yeah between uh, the bronze
0: and gold medal games of no the Olympics. Shit. I think the halftime show of Game Six is the draft, and then summer league starts halftime of Game Seven. Oh, Asterisks if necessary. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think, will like, be uh, fun.
1: The person who would have who would have the least amount of rest probably like KD. I Whoever would think. wins. What do you mean?
0: Oh no! Oh, I'm trying to the think Olympics. of the guys oh, are yeah, My the bad. Olympic my team. bad. Yeah, but the Olympics too. Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Because he's also on the Olympic team that he's crazy, currently bro. playing. He he must hate that. I hope I hope he just sits on the bench. Like, dude, you can't play Devin Booker. If you're Monty Williams, you gotta be like, listen, like he'll go. He'll rack up some some mileage points, but I'd prefer him not to play if he doesn't have to. Meaning he'll probably start and play forty five minutes a night. Yeah. It's gonna be a weird summer. It's gonna be weird games. I don't know. I think there's still some question marks around COVID and stuff, actually. But I saw it today. I think it's no fans at any of the events, which that is going to blow. That <laughs> does blow. I mean, I get it, but that yeah. stinks, especially for basketball. It's almost like I think we're going to really hype up the NBA finals. Not hype up, but like we're going to enjoy fans at the finals and then get psyched for the Olympics, and it's going to be like bubble 2.0. And it's like, oh, yeah, this did suck last year <laughs> or like two years ago. and And these games are going to be like, 105 to 20 at halftime every yep. afternoon. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'll watch it. It'll be interesting. I think track and field is going to be pretty
1: funny looking without fans. Because you always get that camera angle that's on the level with the runners. Oh, yeah. But to have an empty stadium behind them, like while yeah. you're tracking them, yeah, not
0: great. Yeah, that gunshot's going to be going to be lit. That'll be like the biggest echo, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it'll be interesting what else yeah swimming all the events are going to be a little i mean obviously sports suck without fans i think yeah i think we've all come to that general conclusion over the last couple of years uh i will say this um at this point we've both been to a red sox game uh, baseball is in person is is a really good time i'm I'm really glad to say i think that was one of the sports that hurt the most last year that was brutal like I know locally, the Red Sox stunk, but there was nothing worse than seeing those home runs just hit like an empty chair and like bounce, all, literally bounce twenty times throughout the stadium. Yeah, with no one there. Honest to God, the highlight of baseball last year was um, Tom Brennan <laughs> or oh, yeah. Nick Nick Castellanos. Whoever Nick Castellanos is probably the, the better person to put the yeah. Whoever you're on. rooting for, <laughs> exactly. It it'll say a lot about your character who you choose between Brennan and <laughs> We, yeah. i think we'll save that for another episode but twitter's done a great job this week of of deep diving brenneman-esque moments in nick Castianos's resume which is stellar like i think he should walk into the hall of fame just based off and he's i'm pretty sure last time i checked he leads the leads the league in batting average he should walk into the hall of fame no questions asked just oh, based yeah. on some of the crazy ass shit that he's been involved with. Um, impeccable timing, I think, is the best way to put Nick Castellanos' career in a nutshell. You know, great how, hitter, uh, better timing. Good hitter, yeah.
1: great timing. Oh, yeah. I wonder because like anytime someone with multiple teams goes into the Hall of Fame, they always wonder like, what's mm. he what's he gonna be wearing on his bust right. or whatever. With him, it's like, which home run do you think he
0: goes in Like, yeah. on his inscription? Which national tragedy is going to be encrypted on his bust to your yeah. point? Yeah. There's plenty to choose from. Like I said, we'll get into that later. Um, all right, I'm ready to move on. Question. What was your initial reaction when you heard Nikhil Harry and his agent were demanding a trade?
1: It was like the Ben Simmons <laughs> thing that we talked about a few weeks ago. Times yeah. a million. <laughs> yeah. Like, this isn't how this works.
0: No. We, trust me, Nikhil. Read the room, Nikhil. <laughs> We've been trying and we would love to. I'm glad you said that. That was exactly my first thought. Like, did his agent not think Nikhil Harris has been on the trading block for the last, like, year and a half? <laughs> like, bro, we're trust me, we're also demanding a trade. <laughs> we're just we just need a little more cooperation from the other
1: party yeah what if what if uh that was the announcement what if a team started announcing we are we are literally fire
0: sales yeah (laughs) we are requesting to get this guy the fuck out of town (laughs) asap in the best part there's a lot of good parts that's the first thing that came to mind obviously like bro like yes we, we would love to trade you, but you stink so bad. It, it's really hard for a professional billion dollar franchise to give up an asset to obtain you on your team. That's just not how, That's not, you just don't know how, how supply and demand works. This is like fifth grade, this is like intro to economics in like fifth grade, mm-hmm. supply and demand. Uh, the the is definitely is definitely um, handling the demand side of it. There's just nothing there to supply another team, unfortunately. Oh, You're a yeah. terrible wide receiver. You are just the worst. You might literally be the worst wide receiver in the NFL. I imagine Belichick's like,
1: dude, we we can't find a team, a league, any sort get of get profession that would phone. be
0: interested in in what you have to offer. I picture like the day that news broke, GMs across the league just seeing like Bill Belichick pop up on their phone like uh, i i don't have time to take this one yeah <laughs> this is a waste of my time
1: people just like <laughs> we are not entertaining call. the thought people across the 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 league just hitting the volume
0: button and like letting Ooh. it continue to ring to voicemail yeah. sorry guys yeah, yeah just a casual like peek down at the phone oh, hit the side click sorry where were we <laughs> just going back to what was doing that's a, a super super tough look so anyway, a couple thought. Obviously, I was ecstatic. It's a great, it's a great story. Um, it's a great event to happen. Mm-hmm. It's probably the, it's by far the best like off season Patriots story so far this season. Um, so that and when I saw it, I was like, like this has to be a a fucking you know like people get faked all like the fake like NBA Central accounts and like the fake Woj accounts. Yeah, I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't real this is like an onion onion account or you know some kid in his basement trying to like be funny and i forget who broke it was it um the fuck was it it was like a local guy wasn't it
1: uh
0: i thought it was the son of another big name reporter yeah <laughs> i think so too it was uh whatever i know they mentioned it on a Felgrid mouse um they've been playing that clip all year when whoever this was was like basically like hey like if, you, if you're if you thinking about, you know, taking DK Metcalf over Nikhil Harry, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> like, okay, you're right. Like, what? why not? Um, so my initial thoughts, hilarious. Um, yes, we're with you, Nikhil. We've also been trying to trade you for the better part of two years. Third, it's almost like the Morse code podcast. Gods look down on us like, hey, like you need content. Here's a layup. Um, I would say he's probably the most talked about athlete on the show over the yeah. past like year or so.
1: It's him, and maybe Grant Williams.
0: Yes, and <laughs> neither of which are for good reasons. But yes, oh, I w- I would trade Nikhil here for Grant Williams if oh, yeah. I'm the New England Patriots putting yep. together an offense. Absolutely. Yep. But I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like we said this before, I think sarcastically. I would trade Nikhil Harry for a non-football related anything. Some oh. PTO for the players, like a new like vending machine in the break room.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like a, a, a better chef for the team.
0: Yeah, definitely, absolutely. That that'd be a huge upgrade. Maybe and, a
1: couple of extra seats on
0: the team plane. Maybe like a couple inches of leg room on the team plane. Like, yeah. I'm not asking for a lot. I think that would lead to more wins than Nikhil Harry. A, a more well-rested offense landing on the road that could get you a road game. Nikhil Harry's not winning you a, a a couple extra inches of leg room can definitely help you get a win on the road. Nikhil Harry, I know for a fact, cannot help you get a win on the road. No, they're just not happening <laughs> or at home or wherever, but anyway. Yeah. And then uh, what was I going to say? And then I think the thing came out. My other thought was like, this has got to be the most like empty based, like, like when, usually when a player demands a trade, it's like, Oh shit. Like phones are off. Like James Harden. um, I don't know. Andre Drummond. Who who else from football? Levy and bell players where it's like, okay, like now we have, you might as well just be a free agent because everybody's going to be interested in acquiring this guy. Yeah. That's gotta be the most like empty based trade demand ever. The, yeah. the, the minimal moving of a needle trade demand ever. And then yeah. it comes out today. I think the thing today was it looks it sounds like the ceiling is like a conditional <laughs> sixth <sixth-round> pick. <laughs> That's not. Uh... Did you pass the bar exam when you were in law school or no? I forget. I took it once somehow passed it twice. OK, so if you don't follow along with what I'm saying, just let me know. That doesn't help with leverage, I don't think, on Nikhil, on Team Harry, where it's like, hey, we already know your ceiling is a conditional <laughs> sixth-round pick. There's really not much urgency here for, <laughs> for us to move. I, I, again, I would take a conditional six. I don't even know what that means. I would take a – whoever they take with a conditional sixth-round pick, I think can fill Nikhil Harry's void, yep. if not outperform Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry demanding a trade, <laughs> like, with, with their... It's like us team. demanding a job at ESPN or, like, just something, like, so stupid.
1: Well, also picture, like, uh, you think you have a great tweet lined up, you hit send, wake mm. up the next morning, and there's not a single yeah. like.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the worst. There's
1: no interaction. That's Nikhil Harry demanding a trade. He was like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. put my nuts on the table.
0: Wait, wait till you see this, Bill. Hey, sometimes you got to bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Push, move all the chips to the middle of the table and just sometimes you fucking flop out but no that's a good point I can picture him and his agent for like days just sitting around like having like cocktails on the balcony at some hotel it's been like you know what man like this is a huge risk Nikhil but like sometimes the biggest the biggest victories come from the biggest risks Mm -hmm. it's time to bet on yourself I'm gonna hit the button. Are you ready? Like they just go back and forth. They hit fucking send or whatever it came out. They hit send on the press release. And then you sit back and like, all right, it's going to get crazy for a little bit. We're going to have, you know, a lot of phone calls. Let me do my job as an agent and we'll get you in the best. We'll weigh all our options and we'll we'll see what happens. And the story comes out and just sits there. The tweet's a great example. Nothing happens. You keep refreshing, waiting for Bill to be like, I I don't even know what Bill's reaction is. I don't think he's pissed. Mm -mm. Well, not, excuse me. I don't think he's pissed in the sense that like, oh shit, like we might lose Nikhil Harry this year. He's probably pissed in the sense that like, like you realize how many more important things I have on my plate (laughs) than worrying about our fifth string wide receiver. Oh, that was my other initial thought. I thought about this too. So I think one of the biggest like narratives last of the 2020 Patriots, and we've talked about it and everyone uses that excuse for cam is lack of weapons. And it, it's true. There was a, there was there's definitely a lack of weapons. Like that offense stump. No Edelman. James White wasn't himself most of the year. Uh, Burkehead was out. So it was like Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, no tight literally no tight ends. Everyone, whatever. So you're known as like the worst offensive unit. One of the worst offensive units in the league, if not literally the worst. And you're also probably the worst player on that unit. Like, what are we doing? Like, why? I just don't get where any of this is coming from. It's just, it's just so strange. And the actual press release was great. It was basically like, you know, I'll pull it up real quick, but it was like, you know, Nikhil Harry, my client coming out of college was a dominant downfield threat. And, and we just don't feel like his, uh, his set met the opportunity. Like all this is bullshit. And it's like, bro, like you suck. Yeah, th- th- this is cra- this is just such a crazy story. And maybe maybe it hits us a little more locally. Like, is this a national? S- do people know who Nikhil Harry is? I doubt it. Seriously, doubt it. Do if he wasn't do you a first round, if wide receiver on any other team, absolutely. Well, the thing is, they know Nikhil Harry because they know he was the guy taken before DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel and AJ Brown. All these guys were making fucking Pro Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> Nikhil Harry has more penalty yards than receptions and is now demanding a trade like just 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 get out of here like this is all all the trash we've talked about Nikhil harry and i'm telling you i've i've gotten close i've been close to like you know one more year they drafted him for a reason all this bullshit talking me into believing in him like just get lost bro like pound sand if we can trade you great we probably won't be able to if it's a conditional six round pick i say just do it like it's not worth the headache But it's also not a headache. Like I don't think anyone noticed if he just didn't show up to camp. We talked about this last time. He's not. If you take the two tight ends, which weren't there last year, so that's already two spots above him. uh, Myers, Aguilar, Bird. uh, I don't know anything about that kid from Houston, but I would take that kid from Houston. Mm -hmm. James White, Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris. Like he, he doesn't. He's not going to play here. He's, he, we can't fit him on the field, rightfully so. So I think if he holds out, I genuinely don't think Josh McDaniels would notice <laughs> like when running through the offense. So again, this is like the least leverage any player's had in a trade demand that I can I can think of. I genuinely don't know a comparison. He's like a little kid also getting pumped up for a birthday party and then no one shows up. I hope I hope that happens. I hope he throws a party and no one shows up. <laughs>
1: And I said, I said,
0: so far. Yeah. For real. I said this earlier today. I don't even care what happened. I don't care if he, I don't care if he goes in the division and, Oh, that would be the worst. If he goes to like the dolphins or the bills and it's like, Oh boy. Like Nikhil Harry gets the Patriots twice a year. Like can't (laughs) wait to stick it to him. I don't care if he turns into Calvin Johnson or, or Randy. I don't care if he becomes a hall of famer. Like this is by far the last straw of me ever giving him another chance, which wow. is already extremely thin. So not, not fearful
1: of the Nikhil Harry revenge game.
0: <laughs> not, I don't think he'll play in the Nikhil Harry revenge game.
1: <laughs> Seriously. So Harry about,
0: revenge tour. Yeah. No kidding. I've seen about this earlier too. He's he's so say he gets traded. He's obviously not a, a number one ride receiver anywhere. I can't think of a scenario. Obviously not. That's a no brainer. I really can't think of any teams off top of my head where he's the number two option. So say he goes somewhere and he's a number th- at, at his ceiling is the number three option. I don't know. I can live with, I can live with not, not having that. But the other thing is too, though, I think I saw like Felger's someone was talking about this locally. I mean, he is under contract. They don't have to trade him. So if bill really wanted, to, and that's the other thing it's like, they're like, well, if bill really wants to stick it to him, he'll just keep him on the team and bury him in the depth chart. That's going to happen naturally yeah like bill doesn't give a shit about Nikhil harry he shouldn't that, that's I think he should something just that swallow. takes
1: planning he just is like oh no. well yeah he's the he's the well, worst yeah he stinks <laughs> i <laughs> didn't notice him on top of all these other players that could actually play
0: yeah it's and i think that was the main thing they were upset about Nikhil harry's targets and i think i just had it on a pro football reference it was like uh I think it was like 80 something targets with 30 something catches <laughs> That's terrible.
1: Like, what else do you want him to do? I, I saw another one that was pretty good, similar to that, where I don't remember what the number was, but it was something like he was near the league lead in terms of percentage of throws where he wasn't open, a.k.a. dude, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be bigger, stronger, taller than the next guy. That yeah, was supposed to be like point. you creating separation and he just couldn't get open. So it's like, well, what are we nah, doing? Yeah. yeah,
0: and I'm, I'm not going to put that on cam either. I was about to say,
1: and we've got you with Cam
0: Newton in right.
1: 2021. I'm good.
0: I mean, that's a formula for a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I, dude. It's like I'm already over. The, like I'm I'm over the quarterback in New England. I I think I think New England is going to win the division. I I just I don't at this point. I don't think quarterbacks. Quarterback's important, but I think they've done everything right in the offseason to get this team back to being competitive uh Nikhil here is certainly not part of that equation so (laughs) and this other thing I, I thought this was his fourth year for some reason it's only his third uh and I thought that because I can't believe this is only DK Metcalf AJ Brown and Debo Samuel's third year that's terrifying so his first year I understand he was hurt and again I've always felt like I feel like people use like injuries as an excuse like for a rookie that's that's I guess it's an excuse to not have great numbers, but it's also not a great thing to be hurt right out of college. Speaking of Ben Simmons and Blake Griffin, yeah. like that's not a good thing. So he's hurt. So he played. So his first, his first season, he played seven games, had 12 catches for 105 yards and two touchdowns. DK Metcalf does that in a half uh, regularly. Last year he played in 14 games, only started nine. Was he hurt last year? I don't remember. Or did he just stink? I can't remember. He might have been on like COVID protocol or something. But either way, there were there were uh seven games he didn't start. <laughs> yeah. Fifth last year, fifty seven targets for fifty-seven targets, thirty-three catches. Year before, twenty four targets, twelve catches. So he catches about half the balls that are thrown to him. That's that can't be a good stat. No. seriously you're batting that's literally a toss-up every time we we target Nikhil Harry 309 yards two touchdowns one of which I remember specifically was garbage time oh one was garbage time against the Chargers and one was against the Chiefs I remember both of them vividly Uh, I think his most memorable play was the touchdown his rookie year against the Chiefs that didn't count that they got that 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 was wrongly wrongly ruled but his, his most memorable play is a non is a non-touchdown that so fitting touchdown and i'm pretty still sure fitting.
1: that played into the seating at the end of the year because that was a though huge they stunk game. they yeah. still finished 12 and 4 and obviously it should have been it would have been 13 and 3 oh that was I a had. huge game
0: yeah yeah so the biggest yeah. loss of that year was week 17 against miami or whenever they, whenever they lost against miami when they they had to win yeah but yeah Nikhil harry is just i think Patriots need to suck it up and be like, listen, we absolutely blew this first round pick. We couldn't have, we, we just blew it. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he's by far the worst Patriots draft pick in this 20 years. Right. Yeah. Especially first rounder. Sony Michelle, was he a first rounder? I think he was right. Yep. Granted, Sony Michelle is a much better football player than um, what's his face. Nikhil Harry. He also had that good run in the Super Bowl and the playoffs. No, Sony Michelle's a good, he's, He's a solid player. Yeah. Like he's a serviceable Nikhil here's not a serviceable player. Clearly he doesn't play. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, Oh, that, that, that was great. I, I just, this whole time, like I was just hoping they cut him, trade him for whoever. And here's the other thing. Uh, this is what I meant to say. Anytime a player typically demands a trade, the talk is like, all right, like here's within, within an hour, you'll have, you know, uh, Bleacher Report, Yahoo, ESPN. Someone will have like a top ten like trade scenarios for this player. Mm-hmm. There aren't trades that he could go anywhere for a six round pick. Like there's and there's nothing for us to debate. Like Nikhil Harry for it's not even a talk a topic of like who, who we could trade him for which best fits the Patriots. You're definitely not getting a player. Oh no, I don't think you can't get a player. Not a and if you one. do, you'll get like a special teams player. Yeah. So at that point, I'd, I'm fine with a pick. I'm fine with the unknown. So he can he might as well just be a free agent because it's just whoever's willing to give up a draft pick for him. And honest, I don't even know if that would happen. I think I think I think the Patriots are are going to take calls on a draft pick, but I can't see Bill spending more than 20 minutes on 20 minutes on this. I would just send like a mass email CC every GM clip the article i be like hey he wants it out of here six round pick <laughs> let me know if you want to do something first come first serve whoever mm-hmm. throws up the first six round pick you get nikhil harry so honestly i think he will be will be here at camp he holds out and genuinely nothing changes if at best case scenario he holds out and that allows someone else to get a spot and he turns out halfway decent he would have to catch half of his targets and he'd be an upgrade. I'll take, I'll, I'll take that risk. Belichick dealing with
1: this or like giving it any time is almost like the, the task at work that you just keep putting to the bottom. Like I'll deal with this at the end of the yeah, week yeah, or yeah. at the end of the day. It,
0: yeah. It's like Friday at three. It's like, fuck, I, I just got to knock this out real quick.
1: Yeah. I still got to, uh, I got to find, I still got to trade my first time draft, draft pick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Two years ago. What a joke. What an absolute clown show. Go to hell. That was my that was my last and final thought when I saw this. Like, go to hell! Like, who the fuck are who are you guys? I, I guarantee Nikhil Harry's agent hasn't has never met anyone on the page. He's never met Bill. He's never met Josh. I bet they thought it was a punk, like a Ashton Kutcher punked move as well. But I don't know. That's it. I, I at this point, if you follow this show, if you listen to us, you know how we feel about Nikhil Harry. If anything. I hope we keep them just for content. It, it It's a good stat line to look at every week and talk about for 10, 10 minutes. I wonder if other
1: players around the league, like with player empowerment being such a big thing in sports, if the Jeez. other players are like, hey, come on, man. Like even even we don't agree with this one. Yeah, Nikhil, like, this gotta, isn't how it's done. This you, you got to be look, a bro. decent player to, to do this. We, we're going to need you to have more catches yeah. than games played in your career. And that would be that's at least the minimum requirement. You're giving us a bad look by demanding a trade, and we've
0: never even seen you before. Nikhil, there's levels to this stuff. You got to, you got to, oh, God. And he's like 22 years old. It's his third year in the league, and he's demanding a trade because he needs more of an opportunity. Go ahead. Go the hell ahead. Go anywhere. Literally literally go anywhere. Go go to a better run franchise organization. (laughs) Oh, boy. I hope he goes to Tampa. I hope he goes to Tampa. I hope he goes to Tampa and we draft a, someone in the 6th round who's I'm not going to say Tom Brady, but like we draft a a starter with that 6th round pick. That would be great. Oh yeah. Anyone. Anyone who can play football. I hope we draft we like we use that pick and draft like the first like female player in pro football and she <laughs> plays safety and like fucking knocks Nikhil Harry out in a game. That's I was going to say that his, his name will forever be tied to like, if, if we then draft
1: a good player in his place, his name will always just be brought up in the shadow of that other person.
0: I already said my favorite Patriots player is whoever we draft with that, with that conditional six round pick big fan. I'll buy his Jersey the day we pick him. I'll, I'll pay the extra money to get a customized Jersey and make it. Um, oh, I'm on board. Yeah, you win? All right. Yep. We got to get that guy on the show. That's our next, that's our next like level-up goal. Whoever the Patriots draft with the, the pick they get for Nikhil Harry, we have to get him on the show. Done. I'll sell my house. <laughs> anyway, anyway let's, let's move on to probably our last segment of the night. We're going a little long here, but I do want to touch on this. We wanted to touch on this back during the Hawks series, but we've only been going once a week, so we haven't really had time. Um, you you put together a really nice little Lou Williams montage, or basically just like really good talking points around uh the Atlanta the Hawks real. Six player, pretty much. So <laughs> I, I'll pass this one over to you. Um, to talk a little, G- give 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 Lou Williams his flowers while he's still alive.
1: Yeah. So.
0: It came to my mind
1: because in I think it was game four of the Hawks Bucks series, he dropped 21 and he's still he's been in the league for uh, ever. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> he was driving. There's pictures of him and Iverson on the Sixers. Yep. He was also I didn't realize this. He was a second round pick 45th overall. So like wow. what a career. Yeah. To, to still be playing and be like a, a big contributing factor. But I just remember that there's just a lot of random shit about Lou Will that is a very unique story. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, he dropped 21 in that game. He's been, let me just go back to that list. He's been a three time winner of the sixth man of the year, which I can't see on anyone, multiple like, teams too, right? Was it three
0: different teams? Yep.
1: What Philly? Oh, I actually he he may have won multiple of those
0: on the Clippers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's scored the best six man of all time. He has to be right. Him and Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: those two are the, the two that I always think of. Me too. Um he he's played on like a few cool teams. So he's played for the, the Clippers and Lakers. So L.A. played yep. for the Hawks, yep. got drafted by Philly, yep. Houston, another big city. So, again, yep. like he just lives a cool life. Sure. Um, publicly acknowledged love triangle, which was interesting. I remember that came out a few years ago where there's a picture of him with two girls at a baseball game and mm. it was like they were named. And so this was a whole thing that was like. Oh, wow. This guy. Like they're
0: both his girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two girlfriends, one Lou. Mm-hmm. Two girlfriends, one Lou.
1: <laughs> yeah. Drake. Drake wrote a whole song about him, Six Man. Uh, oh, yeah. Which apparently, I need to go back and listen to that song, but it talks about him. So, number he one, he's a Raptor, was too,
0: right? Huh? He was a Raptor at one point, too, no? Yeah. At so, that that's another cool city that he
1: played for. And, yeah. That so it was about his time on the Raptors and his career, but also yeah. like about his girlfriends and stuff. So oh, anytime cool. to get mentioned in a song is one thing, but to have a song about you by Drake,
0: very few, very very few, and very cool. Him and Kobe, pretty much, right? I know Lil Wayne yeah. had the Kobe song. Shaq had a Kobe song,
1: but yeah, Shaq <laughs> probably had a Shaq song. I assume. Yeah. <laughs> And then in terms of things like being named in his honor, he had the infamous uh, trip to Magic City during the bubble last year. Big fan where and I was looking this up. He has some some wings named after him. Lemon Pepper Lou Mm -hmm. is the uh, the wings type that he had named after him there. But apparently that wasn't new as of last year. That's been a thing for a while.
0: Yeah, the public just didn't know about it until last summer. Right. So those yeah, are, I would say Magic City got a lot of publicity last year. Big time. A, a ton and right. a lot of it due to him. Yep. So, so where'd he go to uh, school? He was drafted uh, at nineteen. Go. I think. Oh, that'd be awesome if that's true. Let's uh see. I got his MBA. What the fuck? Where's his? I think he might have been out of high school. Oh shit. Yeah. There's nothing about college on NBA ref- basketball reference. Rather, if Lou Williams went to Louisville, then that's just another that can't, That's too good to be true. <laughs> no, nah, I think he's out of high school. He was 19.
1: Yeah, all right. And with it, oh, he's from he's from Georgia. Georgia,
0: okay. yeah, of course he is. Um, yeah, Philly, Atlanta, Toronto, Lakers for a couple years. He only plays in like cities where he can get turned up. I mean. Gotta respect, respect it. I
1: respect it. How however the fuck he managed this, he's played in probably the coolest NBA cities outside of Big Time. I assume he'll sign with the Heat next year. I was just gonna say he's gonna wrap it Knicks. up in
0: Miami. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm trying to think. Like, I wish I could pull like just filter it by like six man stats, because if he's been a consistent six man, which I think he has based on minutes played. Yeah, he's definitely right. He's never had mo- his his highest minutes played is 32. His and highest game started Clippers. was 38. Oh, started. <laughs> duh. Yeah. No shit. Um, <laughs> That'd be the stat to look at. Yeah. 38 with Philly way back when. Yeah. So he, he's a, he's a perennial six man. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he's comfortably averaging upper teens every night, every year. Damn, five or six assists. Yeah, he's definitely the goat sixth man. He's known as like the sixth man. It's got to be him <laughs> and Crawford. Wasn't was Manu a sixth man for a while?
1: He was, yeah. Right? Which was weird because it was like, all right, even when he was playing,
0: even when he was sixth man, he was playing like starters minutes. Yeah, good point. That, that's was, that's why that's why I was looking at minutes, like like Jamal Crawford minutes played. 38, 32, 37, 39, 38, 38, 35. Yeah, you're a starter, bro. But again, well, again, if you pull up like Jamal Crawford, he has seasons, game started 70, 73. That must include, oh yeah, 82, duh. 73, 67, 80, 65, 54. Lou Williams has multiple seasons with zero starts. And like eighteen points a game, so yeah, I I do think, I do think Lou Williams is definitely the, the guy for sixth man. I'm pulling up Manu right now.
1: That's another thing that they should name after. And him, Manu honestly. starts way
0: too many games too. Nah, Lou Williams is a
1: true sixth man. They they should name the award after him because I'm looking that year, the 2017-2018 year. Oh, he's he not played old. 33 minutes,
0: dude. He averaged 23 a game as a as a non-starter. That's crazy. Yeah. Nah, he's a, he's a, he's, he is the sixth man. Like he can come off and just, that's what it, that's what a sixth man should be. Like, I feel like a sixth man is either someone comes in to just like, keep the team afloat or someone like Lou Williams or Jamal Crawford or Manu comes in and it's like, okay, this is truly a sixth starter. Like this is the sixth, sixth man off the bench. But Manu was obviously the third guy on the Spurs on a, a dynasty. I thought he was in the hall of fame. He's not in the hall of fame yet.
1: Probably just hasn't been retired. Not been eligible.
0: Enough. Yeah, I don't think he's he played been till. Out of damn. Yeah, he played. He played till 2018. <laughs> that's what's crazy about those Spurs teams. And I know Tony, Tony Parker fucked it all up by going to the Hornets for one year, but Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, David Robinson, like all playing on the same franchise for so long nowadays is bonkers. Oh yeah, like that's never going to happen again. It's really not. Like I think I don't know if we've talked about this too much in depth, but. Just the way like NBA, it's already started like with the Olympics, like rumors. Like there's yeah. no, I don't, I used to think like Steph had a shot, Dame had a shot. There's no chance. Steph, maybe Dame, no chance. Like I don't see that happening ever again. Dirk was probably the last real one. Yep. Maybe Steph, maybe even Draymond, Draymond's definitely going to go somewhere. Clay, I could see going somewhere. Tatum, unfortunately, is probably going to go somewhere. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, Anthony think, Edwards is probably going to go somewhere. Hmm. Zion would literally kill someone to go somewhere.
1: Yeah. I assume Zion just plays like 2K at home and puts himself on the Knicks and just is like. As my yeah, this player Knicks. as
0: himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just fast forwards through all like the high school stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when, um, <laughs> you remember Zion Williams high school, like viral clips oh my god boy oh boy those were, that was not a good look for uh for white kids <laughs> not a good look for me and my people because <laughs> he played it like a like a somewhat didn't he play it like a prep school i i, I don't assume, remember yeah. him playing many like you know i don't remember him playing like oak hill and st vincent st mary's i oh, remember yeah, him yeah. playing like whatever some average like a literal public high school like an average high school team yeah. That's why I didn't really give too much hype into him being an NBA player. I was like, all right, this guy's, you know, going to be a dunking viral sensation. I thought he was be more like, uh, not Ricky Williams. Ricky Davis? Mm-hmm. Ricky Davis. like <laughs> <laughs> a crazy viral dunker. But then I'm like, you know what? He's actually the size of a fucking U-Haul truck. <laughs> and He's extremely athletic. So yeah, I could see this going somewhere. But yeah, those videos weren't a good look. Mm-hmm. Kids like literally posting them up. And him just like <laughs> leaning back and then just falling to the ground like a wrestling flop and just dunking on whoever came for help defense. Yeah, he's got to get the hell out of New Orleans. Not and
1: and when when that little, that specific white kid checked into the game, yep, and was great like, video, was kind of walking around like clapping, so trying good. to get his team up and hyped. And the way that Zion looked at him was like the, the, the Nick Young gif with like yeah. all the question marks. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Russell yep. Westbrook when he was pointing to the crowd where he was like,
0: yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm open. I'm available if you need to. <laughs> I don't know what you're drawing up, but I'm here. Uh But yeah, go ahead. Lou Williams.
1: So those are all the feathers in Lou Williams cap. As we said, a, uh, a very unique, no cap. Those are, those are the pro, the pros in his career. He's had a couple
0: downfalls or at least like, well, before you move on to like the other stuff, like Lou Williams is a great basketball player. And it's, yeah. my, my thought has always been like Jamal Crawford, Manu Ginobili. Like where, where does like, where's the line for like, this guy should come off the bench. At, like they could start anywhere, obviously. Yeah. I'm curious like where that like strategy comes in. Cause like, if you look at like Manu, for example, who is starting over Manu like during those championship years? Like Bruce Bowen, Patty like, Mills. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Like, if this guy's this good, wouldn't you be that much better if he just like started the game and played more minutes? Yeah, but again, if you can have, it, it's tough because it's like, like yeah, if you had if you could have Kevin Durant come off the bench, that'd be great. Like he would just literally if if you had Kevin Durant matching up with twos, then yes, he would average eighty points a game. But I just made me think, are those numbers inflated because they're often playing against twos or, like, backups?
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's probably uh, – there's definitely
0: – We need stat nerds. are listening in here, stat nerd, help us out. But no, I think there's they probably They still play starters, but they still play starters minutes. So I guess it all balances out.
1: Yeah, and I also think, it, like, they do come into the game at first when yeah. the other second stream is on the floor. Second strings on the floor, and I'm sure there's probably just a conversation of like these guys are are some of the the few guys that are willing to do this, and hence good point. That's why they stand out. Yeah, in the good role. point.
0: My other thought was like you know we talk about like stat. If a player was like dead set on stat padding to win sixth player of the year, they just make a deal where it's like all right, like Tim Duncan's going to take the tip. Then you're going to call timeout and put me in, and I'm going to play 40 minutes and average like 30, and just just win six Man of the Year every single year. Yeah, it's all about strategy. If it,
1: if I'm not in the game by the 11 minute and 48 second mark,
0: then I'm demanding a trade. Yeah, it's problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think there's a chance to kill Harry goes to clutch? That'd be awesome.
1: I couldn't imagine a worse way to like submarine your business. <laughs>
0: He sends Rich
1: Paul an email
0: <clears throat> saying, "Like, hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm uh I'm open to hearing pitches from other agencies."
1: For some reason, uh, he, he
0: he posts <laughs> the uh, the Jordan facts. I'm back and tags oh, Rich boy. Paul. I'm free. <laughs> I'm ready to talk to other agents. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "That's a great precious. idea." I can't wait till someone trades for Nikhil Harris so we can post the "I'm back" meme. On the internet. I'm gone. (laughs) I'm fucking out. Go ahead. Lou Williams. A real athlete. So yeah, that's a good
1: stuff. Some of the bad or like crazy stuff about him. First of all, (laughs) the the strip club thing that we mentioned last year, or that we mentioned earlier about the bubble. So he goes Mm. to Magic City. And the reason he was even excused to leave the bubble was he was supposed to be going to a funeral for a family friend, someone who Apparently, I think like I thought I read that they like financially took care of his family for a good amount when he was growing up. Yeah. And so he went there and he then was seen. uh, I don't know if he was seen or whatever. He left Magic City, a famous strip club. And he told everyone that the reason that he went there was to get some wings. Sure. It came out later that that he wasn't there just for the wings. The aforementioned lemon pepper Lou. He did get a dance. I (sighs) was able to confirm that. Yep. The funniest part, though, of this story is obviously, like, the him and the team have to handle all the questions when he got back. And, like, Mm -hmm. everyone... Like, remember a player got got disciplined for going to pick up, like, delivered food to the bubble? Yes. I think it was someone on the Rockets. Meanwhile, Lou... (laughs) Well, New then where uh, like, is Daniel was House? Addicted. Yeah.
0: tried to bang his COVID tester. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. I got something you could test. Yeah. Right. Check my Again. pulse here. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> so this is in the notes. Um, so while he was in the he quarant- he had a quarantine for 10 days. And it mm-hmm. said during that time, Williams used a treadmill and a stationary bike in his room. He also watched practices via Zoom and even remarked one time about the need for the team to pick up its conditioning. Maybe it's just me, but that seems a little ridiculous. Like, uh, hey, guys, why don't you step it up a little bit? It looks like people are kind of People are kind of coming
0: back slow on defense. Here. As as he's on the sideline, like eating wings out of like a white styrofoam <laughs> delivery.
1: Yeah, he's got a yeah. mask that just has a hole cut out so that he can have his wings.
0: It's like, hey, I dude, just, why don't
1: you shut the fuck
0: up? Yeah, I picture like uh, going back to the last dance, those scenes of like Rodman in his pajamas, like on the exercise bike, <laughs> like on the sideline, coming back from a bender in Vegas. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a al- lot. I didn't know that part. That's hilarious. Imagine hearing that,
1: or like you get back to your room after a, a long practice, and he, he missed two important by games. Williams. Yeah, and then you get a text message. Did he miss from, games? He missed two games, yep. two of the eight regular season games. Yeah, so he missed a quarter of the the, the bubble season.
0: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you come he, back he missed to your Twenty five percent of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Louie. that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I love how that. they try well, to spin I this remember shit too. Where- Weren't Harden and Westbrook COVID too? Yeah. Did they miss games? I uh, Fucking team. Yeah, I think they did. God, the Rockets. What a team. That team needs a 30 for 30. The last year of the Rockets. All missions fail. This
1: is... This is another funny part. They always just try to spin it so positively when when yeah. clearly it's like they they get asked a question and they have no idea how to respond without just being negative. Mm-hmm. So William said he just attacked it with a positive mind. It, they make it sound like he fucking broke his leg and was yeah. coming back from like a a traumatic yeah. situation.
0: Yeah, you couldn't not go to a strip club. That was your that was your injury designation.
1: He goes I'm always a throw a guy on the floor guy. I needed it. I don't know if I was going to be able to just watch that game with spending the last 10 days by myself and being isolated, watching so much good basketball. It's like, oh, so you wish you were out there, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) So that was, that was that. The other crazy story is it's a pretty short article that we'll put in the show notes, but he talks about in 2011, when he was playing for the Sixers, Basically, he was driving home and he must have been going through like a, a bad part of town or something. Let mm. me pull this up. Yeah. And a guy approached him with a gun and, mm. and Lou Williams was like stopped at a red light. Guy approached him with a gun, tapped on the window. And the quote from Lou Williams is, a guy tried to rob me, but decided not to because of whatever I do in the community. He's a <laughs> Lou Williams fan. So he didn't rob me. Williams told the paper that he was driving his car. The man began to approach with a gun drawn and then knocked on the driver's window. Um, (laughs) There's crime everywhere. I was debating whether to pull off to help the guy. (laughs) The gun was already out. He did all the talking and we came up with a solution before I could really say much. I treated him to McDonald's. This also happened on um, Christmas Eve Mm. or actually maybe where was it? Yeah. Christmas Eve so long story short this guy <laughs> this guy goes up to to like rob him with a gun and Lou Lou Williams is like no and also are you hungry yeah <laughs> it works. a very b- bizarre story if you read the the espN article it's short yeah. it's short yeah, and yeah. it's, it's good short. point. and it talks about how um I guess he's done like a lot of uh community and charity work in throughout his career, uh, including Philadelphia. And that's why he thinks he was able to kind of talk this guy out of robbing him. But imagine being able to talk yourself out of that situation and then getting killed. Yeah. And then yeah, taking your assailant movie. to dinner.
0: Great story. Great, great way to celebrate the holidays. Dude,
1: I, I can't think of a, a, a crazier no. like roller
0: coaster rags to riches. No, I'm trying to think tail. the last, Last year Christmas Eve, I think I like I watched like a Christmas movie with my family and had like some hot chocolate. Um, maybe wrapped some late late night gifts. I definitely wasn't held at gunpoint and then split a twenty piece with with said guns said, said marksman uh, at McDonald's. So it's just two different worlds.
1: I also just wonder how. We've also never won six man of
0: the year before. Well, where imagine
1: imagine if this somehow took place over like twenty minutes, where the guy was guy knocks on your window, has got a gun, and Lou Williams sure. just says like, "No, thank you, I'm not interested." Yeah, um,
0: I, I, I I'm not interested. Thanks. Just rolls the window. <laughs> however, I've got an idea. If you're yeah. if you got some time, I was gra- I was gonna grab a bite. Yeah, that's, Magic City's closed for the holiday, so I was gonna go go to a neighborhood joint down the street.
1: That's just yeah, a, a great story, and I it's a the good fact story. It's ten years old.
0: Is whole story. Too. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that's what I meant to look at. How old is Lou Williams at this point? Oh boy, like thirty four, thirty five. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Like, how many more years does Lou Williams have? Is he under contract? The question that everyone's asking. That's what I'm saying. He's been in the league forever. Never made an all-star team. Mm. Three times six man of the year. I don't know. Oh, I mean, he's not a Hall of Famer, obviously. Right? Uh, I don't know anymore with the basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, no shit. I'm looking at Manu. Manu's a Hall of Famer, right? He will be, yeah. Two-time sure. All-Star. He's only won two All-Stars though. Four-time champ, two-time All-NBA. Yeah, that'll do it.
1: Plus, it's it's just basketball. So, like, they got to take into his account oh. his international shit.
0: Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played in Italy. Uh, I played in Italy. Yeah, that's a good point. He was an old ass. He was always old. That's so but, weird when those guys... It's like Ichiro. Like, his rookie year, Ichiro, I think, was like fucking 40 or something like that in <laughs> Major League Baseball. That's why I like Otani. I think Otani is a true... He's true to age, isn't he? Yeah, he's only like... He's not like... 27, I think. Yeah. But uh, before I forget, yeah, the, I
1: like, the other charitable aspect of Lou Williams, I guess you'd call it that. The yeah. other story I'll put in there is that in 2018... he accepted one of the worst contracts in NBA history. Um, Some Mm. people argue, including myself. Okay. Okay. Which is that, (laughs) so I'll just read it. Last year, Clippers offered Lou Williams a contract extension worth $8 million annually that wasn't even fully guaranteed. Clippers executive, a.k.a. his executive, Mm. Jerry West, (laughs) predicted Williams would have drawn $11 million per year on the open market. AKA he could have made 3 million more a year if he had just signed with someone else. Williams agreed with that assessment. Williams also signed the three year extension. (laughs) I can't wait around. He said, sometimes you got to make decisions for yourself, do what's best for your family and hopefully everything else falls into place. I can't imagine another NBA player who's not a star, like a a, a star passing up money. I can understand Mm because they're probably at the point where they can make that money up in however many avenues and yeah. like a LeBron or something is taking less money so that his team can sign another star player. But if you're no. Luke Williams, why the fuck would you, would you pass up? So a three-year extension, so an extra 9 million on your contract. Yeah. Basically he essentially signed a three-year deal instead of a four-year deal. If you think about it, three yeah. years at eight, instead of um, three years at nine. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. let me see here does Lou Williams have a family he's got a few kids he's got he's three not, he kids, can't be
0: is he married and have like kids no okay good that makes sense
1: it was only recent that the second girlfriend was like no I'm out of this
0: yeah but okay he does I'm have sure. a big family I'll give him that you're right good point a lot of, a lot of girlfriends a lot of kids yeah good for him
1: so that story is also another just not talked yeah. about enough. You're not going to find many role players or six men in no. a year who are, who are passing up just extra money like that.
0: No. No, the Williams is a real one. You see that story that came out about Le'Veon Bell? I think it was on Barstool. He's another notary. He has like a bunch of – he's like a six-kid, six kids, 6 six kid, six-different-women six type of guy. Out of wedlock, no less. Yeah. Them last week. Look. So you going to show He Ohtani. Yeah, Otani's 27. I think he's like a true 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 27. 23 is rookie year. He won rookie of the year. I don't even remember that. 2018. I never heard of him until this year. I knew of him last year and the year before. I forgot he won rookie of the year though. I don't get how the the Angels have just always stunk. And they've always had like really good players, or maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just Mike Trout. Um, but they always stink. He so got 30. 30- oh,
1: wait, <laughs> is this his second full season with them?
0: No, nah, this is his fourth year. Oh, damn. When rookie of the year in 2018, 2019, full year, but he, I don't even know how to interpret his stats because it's like, I think his at bat seem low. But I would assume that's because he he's, he's a starting pitcher every five days as well. Uh, hold on. Games by position. This would make sense.
1: So I didn't know this. I think he I is, heard this correctly this on the crazy. Red Sox
0: broadcast. They said,
1: yeah. I think the day before he pitches is the day that he gets off from playing the field.
0: Damn it. that. That would Reasonable. make sense. Fair. But that's still bizarre if you think about it because a normal pitcher he plays baseball once every five days
1: yeah. Shohei
0: otani starts and pitches well and then even if he takes one day off that means he's he plays position baseball three to four times in between yeah and also like plays very well he's the best hitter in baseball like it's that's what people forget to mention it's it's really hard to interpret like his stats and how good he is because I think it's I think it's really cool he went to the all-star game as both positions. And the the funniest part is comparisons to like Babe Ruth. And then you'll see guys on Twitter just like post all the time about like, you know, like Babe Ruth about like 182, <laughs> like in like baseball these days. Or like 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 Babe Ruth would like shit his pants watching like Jacob de, Jacob de warm up in like the bullpen. Oh yeah. It it is bonkers, bro. And like He reminds me of like those golfers, like, I don't know, like, like Dustin Johnson or someone who just looks like an, or like Jordan Spieth, who just looks like a normal guy and then just just can drive the ball 350 yards casually. Mm -hmm. Like looking at Shohei Otani, and I guess you the same thing about Ichiro, but Ichiro wasn't a power hitter. Like you look at this guy and that is not who I would pick as like the league leader in home runs. It's just, it's just so crazy. Yeah. And also he's, he's a starting pitcher every five days. Like that's, it's almost like he leads the league in home runs. And like his side hustle is like an all-star caliber starting pitcher. It's so weird because I always thought of him. I I don't know. I know we're not like the, the, the biggest baseball guys and we probably have some listeners who are more baseball than us like Leahy. But prior to this year, I always, I always thought of him as a pitcher before a hitter now we just casually, he's definitely a, I would, I would say perceived as a hitter over a pitcher if he leaves the league in home runs. But I'm just like, from a looking at it from a standpoint from the angels, like, are the angels really just going to bury another like generational all time great player? Like, it's crazy. Like he's already more popular than trout. I think I know trout's been hurt, but it's like you have maybe the two best players in baseball buried in your bullshit franchise organization that's that stinks oh yeah that's terrible i still i know trout just got like half a billion dollars to stay in la which is fine but i don't know man i think otani is too too rare of a talent to be stuck in that dog shit place i don't think the last how many memorable angels games. game i remember is the world series against the giants with vlad guerrero senior like 20 years ago and i think they've they've caught the socks i think in a few first round playoff series i remember yep. <laughs> they've all been sweeps <laughs> like they weren't competitive at all yeah like that it's is always a so fucking bad. joke like they're a cool team they have a cool stadium they have cool you know colors and uniforms but they're always like towards the i think they're i think the rangers are, like one of the worst teams in baseball and they're second to last in the division behind the rangers or in front of the rangers it's just tough. I'm trying and to that's figure our baseball out baseball like, quota for the year.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to our figure out trophy. how much he
0: pitched, and uh, I don't. I, I, he I have heard here. this argument. I know is I think I've heard arguments that like him being an all-star as a pitcher is a stretch. I mean, he has decent numbers. I think he has like a three-something ERA. Uh, hold on. I mean, Still, I, this is crazy. So I don't like, know how to filter this website to get his just his pitching stats. Hold on. Go Well, ahead.
1: in 2018, he only. He's four and two, so he he pitched in okay. ten games. So that was a partial oh. season, twenty nineteen, I don't see any pitching stats, and then okay. twenty twenty was the COVID season. Right. So it's like, I mean, this bro, makes it even crazier that even he's this good at pitching twenty twenty one. Like, 2021. Okay,
0: right. But even if like Barry Bonds pitched one game, like that's crazy. Yeah, this guy's a routine starter, leading the league in home runs, <laughs> and from like an optics perspective, I do. I do agree. The only comparison is Babe Ruth. I can't think of a more like different comparison from Shohei Yotani to Babe Ruth. Depending on who you ask. There's some people who think Babe Ruth isn't isn't all all that we think he was from a racial standpoint.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he only pitched twice last year. Really? In the shortened season. Yeah.
0: He only had two starts? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I honest to God like if any of the sports like chalked up a mulligan season due to COVID, it was definitely baseball. I I don't think anything mattered <laughs> from baseball last year.
1: Fine with like it, the Reds another Sox LA stung, team
0: winning and now they're great. Yeah, exactly. I, we said this last time like or, or somewhat recently the the one World Series the Dodgers won during this quote-unquote fucking dynasty was last year. And now they <laughs> now they blow. I don't think they're going to win the World Series for a long time um and know we're coming on time we, we had some twitter stories we we're gonna follow i think we should save those for our tuesday episode we might have yeah. a friend join us because at this point i'll be honest like we're gonna once the finals wraps up it's gonna be pretty slow in sports i guess we can follow the Nikhil harry holdout um i'm curious to see where that story goes i kind of want them to hang on to him a little longer just to see what he does like I genuinely think like he's visioning his holdout like like Aaron Rodgers or like, or like Ezekiel Elliott or someone like that, where it's like, bro, no one gives a shit. Like we can we can literally we can run practice exactly how we want to do. We might have to ask like some special we might have to ask Matthew Slater to run a couple of routes, but that's pretty much the worst case scenario. We might have to ask Gunner to step it up a little bit in uh in the wide receiver room, but I, yeah. I think we'll manage uh if, for Brown's some reason you think decent, this is gonna so. lead to us giving you more money, I think we're straight here <laughs> like I, I think we can handshake emoji and call this a day. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah, imagine him stuff.
1: like putting his phone down on on Friday night being like, all right, well, this is gonna blow up. I'm gonna go have some fun, and I'm sure when I check this on Monday, like yeah, I'm gonna have so gonna many disconnected work for.
0: I need a better yeah. work, life balance. I need a I go need go a out. break. Yeah, comes and back he's gonna, zero notifications. <laughs> Come back to see a a a, a GRD clip of like Gunnar Olszewski burning someone on like a, a slant road. <laughs> Honestly, I would take that all day. I'd put Gunnar over Nikhil Harry. I was gonna say their wide receivers coach Troy Brown is probably still better than Nikhil Harry. I would I would trade Nikhil Harry today for Troy Brown today in a heartbeat. Oh. And then fire Nikhil Harry. Do not let him coach the receivers. Oh, Christ, no. Like, I think I'm trying to think where I draw the line of like who I would trade Nikhil Harry for in regards to like retired Patriots receivers. Troy Brown, yes. Randy Moss, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wes Welker, sure.
1: Would you trade him for present
0: day Aaron Hernandez? (laughs) Uh, If you had to. He'd serve as a hell of a decoy. DBs would be like, what do, you, what do I do? How do I guard this? Do I do I leave them wide open? You never know. Yeah, I don't know. David Patton, Dion Branch. I would take Dion Branch today.
1: Yep. Uh Reggie Wayne in his one day with, with the Pats.
0: <laughs> I would take Reggie Wayne in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat.
1: Uh Joey Galloway.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I think the line is um um Either uh Jabar Gaffney or oh. <laughs> oh, I'd still take Gaffney. Really? Yeah. Questions asked? No questions asked. Okay. No asked. rache <laughs> Caldwell, I'll take him. that's what I was thinking. rache Caldwell. That's what I was thinking. Rasheigh Dante Caldwell Stallworth. the line. Those guys think, were great. Oh, Dante Stallworth, definitely. They could they could actually
1: work with a quarterback.
0: Yeah. How old do you think Dante Stalworth is right now? <laughs> 38 or something? uh i think he's older than that he's i'd say mid 40s 45 he's 40 yeah i'll take him yes i would take Mm -hmm. i'm on his wikipedia page i would take his sibling larry stalworth let's see what this guy's (laughs) stats are oh christ yeah oh larry stalworth stalworth larry on instagram hold on is he available oh yeah Yep. there we go on the landline oh yeah Yep, I would take I would take Larry Stallworth, no questions asked. Oh, Larry Lombardi Stallworth. number seven. Larry, Larry Stallworth in a conditional six round pick. Let's ink this and let's let's sign it. Let's get going. We got we got <laughs> banners to hang. Uh we'll wrap up here. Serious question: Where, whether the <laughs> stays or goes, where do you think the Patriots like? What are your outlooks on the Patriots this year? Say Cam's the starter. Yeah, I know you said you think they'd win the division. I do.
1: I think that the Felger and Mattis show, like as a consensus, when they went through game by game and were like, "This is a win. This is a win." Yeah, I haven't. I think looked they that ended deep up into with, it. huh? I haven't looked that deep into it at all. I I think that they <laughs> they agreed that they'd go like eleven and five or twelve and four, something crazy. Definitely,
0: definitely. Five, uh, so absolutely. fuck it.
1: I'll I'll say I'm on the bandwagon, and without looking into this at all, I think the defense. The defense is going to be good with with guys who miss games coming back, especially yep. Hightower. Let, let's and do it, let's then...
0: do it real quick. Let's go like the first few games. Week one, uh, at home against the Dolphins, they can win that game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Week two, uh, at the Jets, they can win that game. Two and yeah. Week three, we all know what week four is. Week three. Oh, my God. Do they have a bye? No, Saints. Saints at home. They can win that game. Yeah. it's Remember, it's Jameis Winston Saints this year. Yep. Uh, Week four, I think, is Tampa, right? Yep. Yep. They'll lose that game. They can lose that game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patriots at Texans. That's a win. Patriots hosting the Cowboys. Competitive, but they can win that game uh jets they can win that game so by week eight halfway in the season they play at the la chargers there's a very good chance they can be six and two lose to tampa lose to either dallas or maybe the chargers they do have a pretty that is a pretty bullshit first half schedule they play the jets (laughs) twice they play the jets twice already and then did they play the bills yet i forget Denzel. Bills are good. Yeah, it, it all depends if Cole Beasley is available. Cole Beasley can get through without a vaccine, then it's a whole different story. And they, yeah. if, if we have to face a vaccinated Cole Beasley, I don't think he's going to be right mentally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: According to him, I think he's going to be like a, a robot or like explode or something. So, I don't know. It'll be tough. It. I. I think. I think eleven and five can win the division. Or actually, no, it's seventeen games this year. So twelve. 12, 12 games can probably win that division. What were the Bills last year? They Were they 11 and 5? 13 and 3? They, they actually yeah, had a, they a very 12 good or 13. year. Yeah, hold on. Buffalo Bills 2020. Patriots were 7 and 9, right? Uh, Yep. Sheesh. Okay. 13 and 3. That's tough. I, that's got to be the peak. Because I don't know. I think. I think if Josh Allen equals his year last year, that, that'd be good. I don't see him getting that much better from last year. So that'll, that'll be, it'll be a good season. And again, I, I think it'll be cam and you know how we feel about cam. I don't think he's great, but at least he has something to work with now. Like if, if he can't work with a a pretty good roster, then I don't know. You go to Mac Jones, you go to Jarrett Stidham or something, but I think they can put together at least. I can't. I can't. I think the floor would be ten wins. I really do. I mean, they they have a good roster. They have a good defense and a good team. And hopefully, knock on wood, Nikhil Harry gets his act together and they sign him to like a t- twenty-year extension, and we get our number one out back. But heard an interesting
1: take from Tom Curran today.
0: He was talking Bobby about e. Kern, the wide, result- wide receiver
1: core, and he talked. He's he said that. And he knew that he was giving a hot take. He's like, I'm going to go out on a ledge and say this. I think Nelson Aguilar has. He it was over twelve hundred yards. Uh, I want to say like eight touchdowns. Basically, he he said that Aguilar is going to light up Gillette Stadium. So
0: who the uh, hell knows? Uh, Maybe we have uh, the best offense in the league. I, I have I have high hopes for Aguilar. I think Aguilar is type of receiver who can warrant like a like rejuvenation somewhere else. Yeah. Like like Nikhil Harry wishes Nelson N- Nils- like all the shit Nelson Aguilar gets, Nikhil Harry like wishes he was N- Nelson Aguilar. He was a top, I don't think he was first round, maybe he was first round, first or second round, um, wide receiver. What I think what really killed Nelson Aguilar stock was that Twitter video of that guy like at the fire like or whatever. It's been an absolute like downhill for Nik nelson aguilar since then so yeah i think he's he's probably the number i think i don't know do you think My, jacoby myers is the number one i like I, I think it's myers or well i mean outside the tight end i think the, yeah. i think they're going to go to a very heavy two tight end system mm-hmm. um shout out aaron hernandez again but outside of that myers is solid aguilar are you still trying
1: a, to get him on the show Nah, he's is that not, what you're doing here?
0: He's not responding to any of my messages. God. So what are you going to do? Talk um, about a cold
1: shoulder. The coldest. Kind of.
0: Yeah, he's really uh, really left us hanging for a lot of our uh, our emails we've sent him. Oh. Anyway, boy. well, now we're canceled. So there goes all our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like Nelson Aguilar. We'll see. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up here. Again, there there were some great things going through Twitter this week that we will hit on next week, and whatever happens to me now and then. I think we're going to try to get back to our two a week schedule. Ooh, um, should have some some fun guests coming up soon too. So, anything from you before we before we sign off? I go oh, to the merch store too and buy some merch. Yes, buy I some rent, shirts. My mortgage depends on it. Uh,
1: the people don't know that you and I recently linked up in Maine. Yes, that was something else. Yes, we we do hang out uh, when the opportunity is afforded to us. So buy some. You shirts. met my
0: son for the first
1: time. I did. <laughs> I would say he met me more than I met him.
0: Yeah, he had a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of uncomfortable conversations after you left, but it was that's to it be was expected. Good. It was good. It's good for him.
1: Oh, uh, a Morse code cameo was made by me on the real Matt money's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, check him out on Twitter at, let me just make sure I have Please. his handle correctly for when the show comes out. Uh, but we had a good time talking about some Celtics nice. for the most part. Yeah. At the real Matt money with no E in the word the, so check that out. Oh, okay.
0: Respect. Nice. Cool. Um, All right, so that's that, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.